glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, we're just going to follow the Holy Spirit tonight. I really don't know where we're going. I'm just going to follow the Holy Ghost. But I want you to open your Bibles to Genesis, the first chapter. We may go from Genesis to Revelation. In Genesis, we have what I call the recreation of the earth. Now, you can talk about it however you want to. You can call it the creation or whatever. But I believe that in Genesis, the first chapter and the second chapter is dealing with the recreation, reforming of the earth. Because in Genesis 1, 2, it says the earth was void and without form. I do not believe that God created it that way. I think some catastrophic event caused it to be that way. And I think there's biblically sound scriptures to back that up, which we will not go into tonight because of time. But when we get down to verse 26, God makes some statements here that it's hard for you and me as an earthling, <laughs> a human being, to get our mind wrapped around what he said. And God said, let us make men in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion. Now this is God speaking. Let us make man in our image. Us who? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And man was created, mankind, when I say man, I'm talking about mankind, which is male and female, was created in the image of God and in his likeness. Now the word likeness means, I guess you could say it's a duplication. See, man is a spirit being. He has a soul and he lives in a body. God is a spirit. Mankind is such a complete duplication of God's kind that he is threefold being, spirit, soul, and body. The spirit of man relates to God who is a spirit. And then the soul of man, which is composed of his will, his mind, and his emotion relates to the Holy Spirit, which is the guidance. The Holy Spirit is talked about all through the Bible as the guide. He will guide you into all truths. And then the body relates to Jesus, which was the physical manifestation of God upon the earth. So when the Bible says, God said, let us make man in our image and our likeness, he's talking about a complete being. Now notice he said, let us make man in our image and our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Now you know, that's good news in itself to just know that you have dominion over creeps. <laughs> because there's a few creeps on this earth. Thank God we have dominion over them over the fish of the sea. That excited me when I found out about that. We have dominion over fish. I said, thank God I'll catch more fish now. And I was just as serious as I could be. I take this stuff to be real. I don't know about you. But when I go fishing, I take dominion over the bass of the lake. And I found out to the degree you exercise dominion, that's the degree it'll work. Now somebody said, well, I'm going to try it. Well, it won't work if you try it. It only works when you do it. 
you have to make a decision to do what the Word said. God gave mankind dominion. Now, notice that he goes on to say, So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it. Now notice the word subdue. In other words, if it gets out of line, you put it back in line. Don't call me and ask me what to do about it. He says, you subdue it and have dominion over Over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Now God gave that dominion. That was God's idea. That was not Adam's idea. That was not man's idea. That was God's idea. And God gave man authority and dominion over this planet. He was to rule. Now, of course, he was to be under ruler, under God, of course. God gave him the authority to make the decisions. And Adam had the full authority to make the decisions by himself. God tells him some things not to do. Notice in verse 17 of the second chapter, said, But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. The Hebrew says, Dying thou shalt die. In other words, he died instantly, spiritually. He died spiritually instantly when he ate of the fruit. But in dying you shall die. Adam would have lived and could have lived forever if he had eaten of the tree of life. Everything that he had need of was in that garden. God had put it in the garden. The tree of life was in that garden. All that Adam had need of was in the Garden of Eden. God fully intended for the planet Earth to be a duplication of heaven itself. I believe that with all of my heart. He fully intended for it to be that way. But as you read here in Genesis, you find out that it didn't take Adam but just three chapters to mess it all up. Now, I don't know why that he decided to eat of the fruit, but nevertheless, he did. And the Bible says that Eve ate and gave to her husband with her. Now, he wasn't out naming bugs or doing something else while she was out wandering around the garden and got in trouble. The Bible says that she gave to her husband with her and he did eat. Now, I want you to realize that Adam had the authority to take dominion in that situation. He could have said to the serpent, in the name of Almighty God, I command you to depart this planet. And it'd have been just as though God had said it. He'd have been banished from this planet forever. Adam had the authority to do that. But he didn't do that. He failed to exercise his authority and his dominion. Therefore, he bowed his knee to an outlaw spirit and allowed Satan to become what the Apostle Paul called the God of this world. Now, I don't believe that the church has ever understood what happened there. God had given the earth, or let's say it this way, he gave the earth lease to Adam. I believe there was a lease on the planet earth to Adam. And Adam could make all the decisions that needed to be made. Now, he was going to answer to God for it because he was ruler of the earth, or you could even say that he was God of the earth, spell with a little g, he was ruler under God. 
Now, there's people that take offense when you say that he was God of the earth, and they try to say that you're saying that men are God. But God called men gods in the Bible. He refers to people that are kings, magistrates, and judges that do the work of God as gods. Elohim is the word that's used. Now, that does not mean that man is God, but it simply means that he is an under-ruler under God. Now, God intended for man to rule the earth. But, of course, we find that he turned his authority over to Satan. And the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 4, 4 says, Whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not. So Paul refers to Satan as the God of this world. Where did he get that title? Evidently, he got it from Adam when Adam sinned and turned his authority over to him. Now, the lease on this planet evidently runs for somewhere around 6,000 years. And I don't have time to go into all the detail of that. But let me just say this, that the Bible says that a day with the Lord is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. I believe the whole thing is portrayed in Genesis, the first chapter there, where he talks about that in six days God labored and the seventh day he rested. Now, I don't mean that a day of creation was a thousand years. But when you get over to Hebrews, the fourth chapter, God talks about a day of rest. So there is a rest for the people of God. And when you connect all these things together, I believe that he's referring to the millennial the day of rest, a day, then Peter said, a day is a thousand years, and a thousand years is a day. Now, there's another scripture that comes into play there, and that's where uh, I believe it was David that said it. There were some other places in the Bible, several places, I think in Hebrews it's mentioned, that Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father until his enemies are made his footstool. Now that means until the enemies are put under the feet of the body of Christ. See, Jesus is the head of the church and we're the body. The feet are in the body. So Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father and he'll stay there until his enemies are put under the feet of the body of Christ. Now, this earth lease evidently runs for around 6,000 years. You can't put a number on it and a date on it because... It depends on what the body of Christ does when the earth lease runs out. The earth lease will run out when we get Satan underfoot. That's when the earth lease will run out. Now someone may say, well, where in the world do you get an earth lease? Well, if you read Mark, the 12th chapter, Jesus describes the earth lease to the letter. And there's no other way. I mean, you can figure all the spiritual aspects of it you want to, and it still comes out a lease on this planet Earth, and Jesus tells you all about it. Now, what we need to realize is that God planned for this planet Earth to be a duplication of the planet Heaven or Heaven itself. That's what God fully intended to do. I'm glad you joined us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before we leave the broadcast, our CD offer this week is CD offer number 7237. It's called The Dominion Principle. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Now, I farmed for 29 years before I went into the ministry, and I understand about planting seeds and reaping a harvest. The soil does not decide what to raise. The seed has dominion over the soil. 
In Genesis, the first chapter, you find verses 26 through 28 that God said, Let us make man in our image and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl there, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, and he gave them dominion. Now, what we need to know is how this dominion works. The dominion principle is all through the Bible. Jesus said it this way, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, believe what he saith, and will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So by speaking and proclaiming God's word over situation and circumstances, you plant the seed of God's word to uproot things that you don't want in your life. Now, as I said, I farmed for 29 years, and when I planted a seed, that seed demands of the soil, and the soil has to respond to it. The soil cannot decide that it's just going to raise what it wants to. The seed that you plant in the soil makes a demand on the soil, and it has no choice. So God's Word is the seed that we sow in everyday life. Read the parable of the sower. Jesus likens words that we speak like the seed that is sown in the hearts of men, and it will produce what is spoken there. CD offer number 7237, the Dominion Principle, for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.